there, I'm Randy Heckman, and we're going to have a podcast that's a little bit different from our normal podcast. Normally, we have another person talking with us. Um, today, we're going to have some people talking, but it's going to be kind of pre-recorded. It's about our National Day of Prayer event that we held about a week ago on, on May 4, uh, 2023. And uh, so I'm going to share a screen with you and just kind of introduce it. Then we're going to bring some of the folks that spoke. They're going to speak for about seven, eight minutes and come back. It's uh, maybe a little shorter than a normal program, but I think you're going to enjoy to see what over 150 folks experienced a little over a week ago. So let me uh, share the screen here. And uh, hopefully you can get a sense of uh, what's happening. So it's the Grand Awakening Prayer Gathering on May 4. It was at Calvary Church in Grand Rapids. And uh, I was the MC for the event. And uh, it was kind of fun to welcome the folks. Well, who did we welcome? Well, we had a bunch of people there. We filled the place called the Gathering Place. And there are people from not just Calvary Church, but lots of West Michigan churches gathered together. So it was really a, a ton of fun. Uh, we uh, opened with prayer, and then we uh, had our dear friend Carson Straub, who is a worship leader at Calvary. He led us a couple of great songs. <clears throat> Wish you could have enjoyed it. Uh, then we had a time of uh, sharing testimonies. We're going to get to those. We're going to take a little out of order here. We're going to just go to, to the main body of what happened, but we're going to come back to the, the special part of the uh, these young folks, I call them young folks, the Gen Z folks that shared testimonies uh, more toward the end of the time together there at Calvary Church. But uh, we also, we wanted to talk about what we call the mountains of culture. They said there are about seven mountains of culture. I think we covered at least six of them uh, with, with various leaders. Uh, we started out with uh, my good friend, Tom Coster, a real Vesco here in the West Michigan area who prayed for the business uh, mountain of culture, uh, did a good job. And then after he led in prayer uh, at the tables that were assembled there in the gathering place, uh, folks continued to pray for a few minutes. Uh, my friend uh, Moses Alexander, who is a pastor of Acts Gospel Ministry in Grand Rapids, uh, he did a great job of uh, leading prayer for the church. We need to keep praying for our churches uh, uh, also, how about media and entertainment? Well, we were grateful to have Steve Kelly, who is a morning host on Wood Radio, W-O-O-D Radio, here in Grand Rapids, and uh, did a great job of, of leading prayer for media and entertainment, that particular mountain. He's a very articulate guy. He's been in the radio uh, entertainment business for many years. How about education? Uh, we were... Just pleased to have June Rozier, who is a retired teacher uh, from uh, the West Michigan school system. And uh, in fact, she taught some of our kids and uh, just a neat follower of Christ. She led the prayer for that. Family is so important. And I couldn't think of any anybody better to uh, lead that aspect than somebody I am married to, my dear wife, Marcia, who is the mother of our 12 children and grandmother to 36 at this point, and almost 37. We're praying about that next one. And she did a great, great job of just praying for family. And government is so important. We need to pray for government. So I had my friends 
uh, Mayor Steve Kepley from Kentwood. He's the mayor of Kentwood here in West Michigan. He uh, prayed for government. And at one point, he just said, we really need to humble ourselves. So he, Mayor Kepley, got on his knees in front of this crowd and uh, prayed for government, for which we were so grateful. At that point, uh, you know, we did hear from our uh, Gen Z folks. Actually, we heard from them earlier, but we're going to get to that in a minute. But uh, before the program was over, uh, we needed to pray for revival. Who better to do that than uh, Susan Sorensen, who is a, a leader at Calvary Church over adult ministries. She prayed for revival and spiritual awakening. She is a real prayer leader. And believe it or not, she was there. See the arrow pointed to the young lady there in that picture next to Pat Boone, who was next to Vonette Bright. Um, anyhow, uh, and there's President Reagan when he was signing, uh, the, making the first Thursday in May, the National Day of Prayer. Susan was there. And anyhow, she prayed. And so it was just a, a fascinating time. But uh, again, I loved the, all of it. It was just the, the spirit really was moving in the whole time together. But uh, I really particularly loved hearing from these three dear young folks, part of the Every Heart Movement uh, that's based here in Grand Rapids of all places. And uh, you're going to hear uh, over the next just a few minutes, they each of them spoke. Uh, again, Kylie, <clears throat> who was married <clears throat> to the gentleman, with the uh, WMU uh, sweatshirt, uh, Kylie Joseph. Um, I didn't capture her so much on tape, but we have uh, both Jonah and uh, Brennan. Jonah is to her right, our left, and uh, Brennan, her husband, to her left, our right. And of course, I'm standing next to them. We're going to hear briefly from, from uh, first Jonah, then Brennan, and uh, just to hear their heart. They are on fire for Jesus, and I think you're going to be inspired by what they say, and then we're going to come back together for just a few minutes with some closing comments. Just in the past couple of years, hundreds come to know Jesus, hundreds baptized, hundreds set ablaze, and, and we really are still standing here today saying there's still more out there. Hundreds is not enough. Like Randy was praying, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and millions, it's not enough. So we're coming together and you need to keep praying. We're excited. And something that we're believing for in this area, in this region, is for Grand Rapids and for West Michigan to be a missions sending hub to America and to the rest of the world. Yes. And we really believe this. And one of the things that's so unique is our whole mission all together is we want to see our generation met by the love of Jesus, but also sent by the love of Jesus. And we believe we're missing something if we don't live a sent life. We're missing part of the fullness if we don't actually step into the Great Commission. And so one of the avenues in which God has opened doors is actually when Brendan and I were 19, 20 years old, we began to fall in love with Jesus in such a way where God had given us a dream to actually go around America, city to city, and tell people about the good news in streets, gas stations and stores and inside of churches and youth groups and schools, wherever there was open doors to share the gospel, we were ready to say yes and to tell everyone about what God had done in our life. And I said, Jesus, I would do anything for my whole entire generation to see you the way that I've seen you in this dorm room. What can I do to re-represent you to them? And so that's what it is, right? It's, it's all we've done, our movement, all we've done is try to re-represent Jesus to a generation. 
And we began to see Jesus multiply this all across college campuses in West Michigan. Our community grew from 50 people at one school to 600 on five different campuses within a month. And guys, I'm telling you, we saw the altar calls that you read about in books. We saw the altar calls that you see in movies where people run to the altar. Actually, it's so crazy. It was in this church. We've done so many gatherings in this church um, because we couldn't fit in other places. So, so many people running to that altar right up there, weeping, throwing their vape pens on the ground. You know, getting rid of addictions, getting rid of all these things. And then we went and we baptized people by the dozen, like in the parking lot right over there at midnight. At midnight on a Monday night while it's snowing outside. (laughs) Almost a hundred people baptized. And it was, I'm just telling you all this because I'm telling you, Gen Z is hungry for Jesus. And I'm just like, there's no way this girl is going to stay through the whole thing. (laughs) She stays through the whole gallery that we have. And I'm like, you know, how'd you like it? She's like, you guys are, she said to Kylie, you guys are like crazy or something like that. I don't know what she said. But she came back the second time. She comes back again. And basically she gets encountered by the love of God. She gives her life to Jesus. And then she got baptized that night. Hallelujah. Literally comes to our next gathering, a completely different person. She's looking me in the eyes. She's joyful. Her whole demeanor is completely changed. It's crazy. And the the story just keeps getting better and better. She, well, first of all, the great thing, one of the best parts about it, she kept coming to all of our gatherings. She's been coming to everything since. She's not stopped. She's been getting disciples. She's been being on fire. But just to stir her faith even more, she had cancer that had come back. We're just like, Jesus, we've seen this. You can do it again. So our community all rallied around her. So this happened in front of our whole community. So they all got the one. So that we prayed for her cancer to be gone. She goes to the doctor the next time. And they said, we're shocked. We don't know what happened. So she got saved, baptized, and healed of cancer in the last two months. Now she's burning for God. the gospel. Praise the Lord. So Hallelujah. God's moving in our generation. Just last summer. Through these young people, over 550 people came to know Jesus from all around America. Woohoo! None of these young people have theology degrees. None of these young people have pastored a church, but they've had a real encounter with Jesus. And they said, they're saying, I can't help but go and tell the world of what God has done. And that's exactly where we started. We just started as being, you know, 18, 19 years old, we met God. And many of us, we grew up in church. We grew up with parents that knew God. But it was when we had a real encounter for ourselves, everything changed. So this summer, in just a few weeks, we're getting ready to send out another 75 to um, 50 cities, about 50 cities all around America, just believing that there's more and that the best is ahead and that God is going to continue to move as young people fall in love with Jesus and give their yes to him. And I just wanted to share um, one, one story really quick. So we were praying against this, and we were actually getting ready to go out on our very first mission. We had about 45 people getting ready to go out to America. And there was a young girl with us, and she was praying. She was on one of the teams, and she felt like the Lord said that he wanted to move in a new age community. And she was like, okay, whatever. She shared that in prayer time. And later that day, we went out into Grand Rapids, this city. We went out, we were walking downtown, just sharing the gospel with people, praying for people, loving people, telling them about the one who's changed our lives. And we passed a new age shop. And I looked over there, I was like, Christina, you just literally earlier you said you felt like God put something on your heart about new age, about people in the new age community coming to know Jesus. You should go in there. She's like, okay. 
So she marches on into this new age shop where crystals and tarot cards and things that are never going to point towards life, never going to point towards Jesus. She walks in and she brings the gospel. And in that moment, there was the mother who was the owner of the shop and an eight-year-old daughter who were both standing behind the counter. She gets an opportunity to share the entire gospel, the full gospel, from beginning to end, the love of Jesus. And both the mom and the eight-year-old daughter give their life to Jesus. And not only that, but she comes to know the truth and we, we felt prompted. We left and we're like, wait, we need that. We need to actually tell her that, that she needs to actually turn away from many of the daily things in her life. So we go and we read Acts 19 with her about the time when many of the sorcerers and people of the day and Bible took the items, the scrolls and the teachings, the magic ones, and actually burned them and said, I'm turning away. There's a better way, and the better way's name is Jesus. This is not going to lead to life. And so actually, the next evening, she comes with thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of crystals, merchandise, tapestries, and we have a bonfire together. And I literally watch as this woman grabs a $1,000 crystal and says, this crystal was supposed to bring healing, but it never did. Threw it in the fire. Grab another crystal. Woo! This was my most valuable crystal. But guess what? It's not Jesus throwing the fire. And we Hallelujah. Lost, put Jesus as the top priority in her life. And so what we believe is that we're not, there's not a problem with people being ready to receive Jesus. People are ready. The hardest is plentiful. The problem is we need workers. Wasn't that exciting to hear from these younger folks? How God is, is just working with them and in them and through them. They're on fire for the Lord, and that's, that's again. I've been a Christian longer than most of them have been alive, and and yet I get convicted uh, listening to their their fire and their enthusiasm. It's so encouraging, and it is encouraging for them to to tell us. They say, "Look, we really believe that what God is doing in our generation is a result of of your prayers over the years for revival and spiritual awakening." Oh, all glory to God! But that is so exciting. So just uh, to end it. Let me, uh, again, share a couple of little things here. Uh, at the end of our program, uh, we typically do this when we have prayer meetings. We get in a big circle. And again, you got 150 people in this room. We basically filled the entire, it's a big room, holding hands and uh, getting a big circle. There's one pick. And uh, uh, let me see if I can get another picture for you. <clears throat> And there's another picture. You can see people in the distant back there. And what we do is, is on the count of three, in unison, we say this. We say, Lord, send a mighty revival to West Michigan and spread it through me and spread it through us. And we pray that. And then we put our hands up and we say, yay. Uh, so how exciting that was. Um, so this is the, the team there, the, the Every Heart Movement team, those three folks that were up in front. You heard from, from two of them, uh, from, from Jonah and Brennan. Um, they're also known as Met by Love, but you got to go to everymovement.org, everyheartmovement, excuse me, .org. And you can uh, donate. They, they need help. Again, we're not connected organizationally, but we just really are excited about what they're doing. If you want to help them financially, they could use it. Uh, go to their ministry online, everyheartmovement.org. You can send a check to 
their mailing address, even though they're based in Grand Rapids for some reason, their mailing address is Spring Arbor. So it's Every Art Movement, Post Office Box 257, Spring Arbor, Michigan, 49283. So if you need any more information, just let us know. And uh, bringing it back here, just wanted to close us in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for uh, National Day of Prayer. You you just did above and beyond what we could ask or imagine. We just so thank you, Lord, for bringing all the people you did, uh, for connecting us to this Every Heart Movement group. Bless them, Father, as, as they go out this summer and uh, touch so many lives around our country, around our world. Thank you that they're based right here in West Michigan, for which we are very grateful. And we continue to pray for revival and spiritual awakening, God. We so desperately need a return wholeheartedly to you before you put an end to, to history, which we believe is probably imminent. So, Lord, just thank you for this time. Thank you for each one that's watching and listening. I pray you'd bless them and that each one of us would say, Lord, here I, here I am. Send me wherever you want me to go. And uh, to be in prayer daily for revival and spiritual awakening. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us. God richly bless you. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org.